Hey everyone, Mario Zelenas here. As many of you know, Wisdom Zeko is a free program that we offer through Origin Gate, and it goes to many nations in the world. In fact, almost 70% of the world is listening to us, hundreds of thousands of people. And once a year, we come to you asking that you consider giving a one-time trade in December that will go towards supporting this work and blessing those who are a part of it, who offer so selflessly their teachings and their lives to us through Wisdom's Echo. This year, that trade will be received on December 11th, U.S. time, December 12th, New Zealand, Australia, and that part of the world's time. And we are going to be receiving it actually starting with our roundtable on the 11th in the U.S., 12th in New Zealand. And we will be opening this up for everyone in the world who listens to Wisdom's Echo. And our objective this year is that we get everyone to do something. Would you consider doing something? It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. But would you consider giving a one-time monetary gift to Wisdom's Echo through the systems that we're establishing to be able to receive that to bless those who serve us? day in and day out through these daily free podcasts. Thank you so much for considering it, and I'm looking forward to our participation in this. Shalom. Hello, this is John Usry with Origin Gates Wisdom Echo, and welcome. Just wanted to check in with you and um, seeing how you're doing and share some thoughts. Um, it's... Uh, Interesting to see how this is going out across the world and people from everywhere being able to engage and tap in with it. And I think that's exciting. I know in America there's a lot of excitement. And I hope things are going well for you wherever you find yourself at. Um, just wanted to share a couple of things that's been on my heart. Um, I've been watching people uh, for quite a while now, over the last 10 years or so. And, and specifically ones, you know, where they've been engaging with the mystical movement, for lack of a better description, versus maybe people walking in sonship. They can be one and the same, but um, there's some stuff that's I want to differentiate as we go. Eight and ten years ago, um, people were hungry for something new, because quite honestly, the old age uh, wasn't fulfilling. Um, it it kind of ended some years ago, and uh, people couldn't find any breath of life in it, No, no, nothing to keep them excited. They only had a few voices back in those days, some of the ones that are here on our programs that teach, and uh, there just weren't as many people out there talking about some of the stuff that we talk about. They were blazing a trail, trailblazers breaking open new thoughts and ideas uh, that had never been considered before. A lot of us kind of were like kids in a candy store, to be honest, uh, excited about the colorful rappers, the new things that were being said uh, that resonated incredibly deeply inside our spirits. And then from there, over time, there's been a progression of um, uh, so many amazing topics to begin to get a hold of, and a plethora of new teachers um, that are breaking open new ideas and new thoughts, new topics. Uh, we have the topic of the week, the day, the month, and teachers accordingly. Teaching things about the kingdom, sonship, the mystical, etc. I mean, just so numerous. 
And I began to watch people run after anything that had a new label on it. Um, there's a principle called FOMO, which all of you pretty much know about, the fear of missing out. And it seems like that was in full swing or has been. Um, people would chase after every kind of Zoom or conference or teaching or ministry group they could connect to that uh, would wrap the label of mystical or um, engaging in heaven on it and uh, didn't want to miss out on anything. Um, they thought that, quite honestly, uh, if it was going to be that if they had a key to success in sonship, it would be based on how much they knew. Uh, during the last couple of years, there's been a shaking kind of of the fruit that remains to see what actually does remain. People uh, dispensing into old ways of thinking, old comfort patterns, because they didn't clearly see what's ahead in store for them. They would chase after tons and tons of knowledge, um, but there is no relational connection or strength. Um, so people would run back to the old ways of operating. Uh, they felt it necessary to kind of, quote, return to Egypt. Uh, during the last six or eight years or so, people have tried to track down pathways specific to heavenly courts, uh, field trips to heaven, Hebrew understanding, including areas like knowing Aleph Bet, uh, the historical Jewish stuff, um, teaching on being sons, you name it. Now, let me put a clarification in here. Um, I actually love all these subjects. <laughs> I really do. They're all awesome to me. They're all intriguing to me. Um, and so I'm not trying to beat up on you if you have a focused ministry in any one of these areas. It's just that the Jews have an understanding about a pathway to godliness. Um, they look at it with two different ways. There's one called the direct. The direct is a public, uh, learned, walked path that people can engage together, learn from, grow together, and move forward. Then there's one called the Netivo, and the Netivo is a private, personal pathway. And the only way that pathway is accessed is it's one that you and Yahweh alone forge together and engage with. It's only by his connection and intimacy with him that he's going to show you how to walk that out. Uh, it's purely relationship. Netivo is a path or a way of being. Proverbs talks about wisdom, and it says about her that all her ways are pleasant and all her paths are peace. That's talking about Netivo, those paths, those ways. It's not learned in books. It's not taught at conferences or in group ascensions. It's purely engaged with and through FaceTime with Yahweh, enjoying time with Him and enjoying the journey, not rushing to the next new revelation. Um... I've got the example of a couple of women in my life, two um, specifically very close to me, uh, that God has given me that model this really well. The first is my wife. She's been a worshiper, worship leader, person, musical for so many years, most all the years I've known her, but specifically in the church world life for 30 plus, 35 years, 40 years. And um, always has had this incredible thing going on when she would worship people loved connecting and it was always you know a really amazing time uh in the early days of my coming out from the church age um and that's probably a good 10 years ago now nine ten years ago i imagine um 
I was so excited about all the new stuff I was learning and engaging with. And one day I was chatting with my wife and wanting to share with her about living from a heavenly realm back into creation and and just living and aware of that arena, that place, the heavenly place, seated in him in heavenly places in Christ and what that looked like. And so then I be, thought it'd be a smart thing for me to share if she could uh, lead worship from that place and I told her how it would be cool and, and what it would feel like you know accessing heavenly realms and went on for about five or ten minutes this way and she sat patiently and listened to my descriptions of seeing in heaven adoring Yeshua and releasing worship after some time had gone by she turned and looked at me and said that's the only way I've ever known how to engage in worship with Jesus is being there in that place. That's how I've been doing it for 25, 30 years. And the moment she said it, it's like the Holy Spirit just, okay, you think you're all that and a bag of chips? Well, um, there you go. And it was kind of a humbling moment. <laughs> yeah. But the point in all of that is that she had found her netivo, her personal pathway, her place where we, she could engage in that realm and that existence and that understanding of Jesus and the Father. And and it had been happening. She just hadn't advertised it. She hadn't maybe spoken the same words or had the same grid of understanding. And I realized, wow, um, okay, this has been going on. So I was excited about that, but humbled, uh, to say the least. Um, um the second one, the second lady in my life like this is my mom. We've been on a rather interesting journey together for the last 60 plus years. We had a long period of time where we actually uh, weren't connected really close. Uh, not a serious thing, but just life stuff had kept us going different pathways, living in different places, those kind of things. In our early years, we experienced almost every kind of spiritual adventure you could imagine actually too numerous to list really then there was a uh, period of time for about 20 years as i mentioned that we weren't uh, in close relationship in the last three or four years though we've had the opportunity to reconnect and she's moved near us and plugged into our local community and uh, what's been interesting is in our chats i begin to realize that she is so intimately connected in her netivo her personal pathway she loves the things that we talk about, the things that we do, and she engages with that and is involved in some of our meetings and is thrilled with it all. But she loves um, connecting with the old saints and the prayers of the ones gone before us over the last 2,000 years. And some of the Celtic saints, some of the uh, saints from 6800 AD, those different people that have books written about them. And in listening to her, I realized she doesn't necessarily engage the same way I have, yet she is so deeply connected into the heart of Yahweh that it's absolutely intimate and beautiful. She enjoys what we talk about, but she definitely has her personal pathway that she and God have forged together. Um, the reason I bring all this up is the observation I've made in recent uh, months is that if you don't have a personal path in intimacy with the Father, you probably are not going to withstand the shaking that will determine how you're rooted. Um, the head knowledge ideas that you have will begin to lose their luster. Um, you'll actually be okay if you haven't heard the latest um, place of revelation or 
from your favorite teachers. That is always going to be there. It's how intimately do you know Yahweh, Yeshua, Ruach HaKadosh, the living beings of Aleph Bet, wisdom and the other spirits of God. How do you worship in the private place? Or do you um, think you can only worship in a group of people with a music team? Or um, How often do you go back to the basic places of praying in the spirit, participating in communion with just you and Jesus? Um, the, the thing is, is that um, if you don't engage with those things that I just mentioned, what's going to begin to happen is you'll find a new place of sliding back into a comfort zone from a prior point in your life. Um, obviously, we're all wired differently. Some of you love and prefer solitude and alone time, and maybe the things I'm talking about fit exactly for you. You spend time with Him, and it's just you and God, and, and it's good, and you're wired that way. It's natural to you. And maybe you're not chasing after all the stuff and trying to learn all the things. Uh, you could be in that place also, though, and still be settled in the comfort zone of the past um, because you're not engaging actually in intimacy. You're just being alone. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. Some of you are very people-oriented. Uh, maybe these things might be a bit more challenging, you know, finding a private time, a private pathway with God uh, to find a way to still yourself in the middle of the night, for example, and connect with him. Maybe you're unsure how to start in uh, the places of relationship with Yahweh. Maybe in the middle of the night, uh, you could set your intention on the Father, pray in the Spirit for a few minutes, and then sing to him. Try worshiping from the inside of yourself outward with a singing voice, without music to carry you through. Just out of a place of love in your heart, begin to work at singing. And you'll find it comes easier and easier as you do it. Then pick a page or a section of the word of uh, Psalms or Proverbs and read it. Go through it and then go back and meditate on those verses by standing in the middle of them. Literally looking down around your feet and see the words of the verses and begin to visualize the picture of what the words are describing. Watch them begin to float up and around you and just observe the scene that takes place. Then pick a keyword and discover what the Hebrew letters are for that and begin to hold in your thinking the picture of each letter. See what colors and vibrations come off of them. Uh, lean into them and just observe, uh, love and engage with um, wisdom and the wonder of who Yahweh is and delight in him. And begin to see what opens up. It's critical to come into intimacy because that's where the Father's heart begins to beat inside of you. And his love begins to be released through you. That's how you'll step into maturity and begin to redeem a creation that's been stuck in death and decay. That's when humanity will begin to respond to the calling of God to come out from the place of ashes into the marvelous light and be forever changed. Part of the reason I bring all this up is that for the next 30 days or so, I feel we have an opportunity to plug into his heart and connect deeply in such a way that we will truly have a different level of encounter and lifestyle if we choose to connect accordingly. It's, it'll, it, I really believe it'll be life-changing for us. If you don't, you might not even know what you'll be missing, and you'll be happy and content settling in for the familiar. But if you do... Uh, do the things I'm talking about. I believe you're going to 
begin to marvel at the magnitude of what you'll be participating in, uh, partakers of stuff that he has hidden for you that um, is going to be revealed. Stuff be what you can even currently ask or think. I do understand that a lot of us um, have been uh, shaken and just stuck, but when you begin to think about your heart, through your heart instead of your mind, the expectancy and excitement begins to flood back in and you'll stay connected and, and be sure not to isolate. Those are all keys to help keep you moving forward. If you don't engage in a personal pathway, you'll probably end up a statistic full of head knowledge but not experiencing the reality of life in him. He'll still love you, but you'll find yourself settling into a new comfort pattern, not experiencing the fulfillment of what God has for you. This is a new day. Old has passed. All has become new. It's the Lord's day. Rejoice and be glad. In him live and move and have your being. And above all else, just enjoy the journey with him. Much love and blessings. Talk to you soon.